Hey there, this is Vicki Arsno, and you're listening to another episode of Faithing Your Fears. Hey there, I hope that you are enjoying our 31-day Proverbs challenge. I have found so many new scriptures to highlight during this past 13 days. It's been absolutely incredible. I love that every time you read Proverbs, you can learn something new from it. Something stands out to you differently. Maybe it's because it's just, you know, a different season of life that you're in. And so you're looking at things through a different lens. So it's been really cool and really eye-opening for me. And I I think that what um, I have found is that there are sort of some trends that are happening through here. And the ones that are standing out to me. So I'm going to share a few of them with you today that I like. And um, I hope that you will head on over to the Faithing Your Fears podcast page on Facebook. Every day I have a prompt there that you can comment underneath to let me know what your takeaways are or what are your favorite verses that you're highlighting or living by. But it's been a very fun challenge just for me. And it's it's also helping me stay really consistent reading the word each day. Uh, So I hope that that is helpful to you. So a couple of things that have really stood out to me is that first of all just the way that wisdom is talked about as though wisdom is a person because really wisdom kind of is a person right wisdom is Jesus and it's been amazing just taking all of these little pieces and applying them to my life every day so like Proverbs 12 25 says that worry weighs a person down an encouraging word cheers a person up like doesn't that just seem like common sense like worry is gonna weigh you down you don't get anything good from worrying but an encouraging word can cheer a person up so when you're down one of the best things you can do is go find somebody who is encouraging to you (laughs) because they're gonna be able to bless your socks off and encourage you and remind you you know to that everything is gonna be okay I know that there have been times in my life where I've been having a terrible, terrible day. And I went through the line, uh, the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts to get a coffee. And the girl in the window was like, oh my gosh, you have really pretty blue eyes. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. Like, totally was not expecting that in a million years. And I cannot tell you how much that brightened my day. And I that's happened lots of different times where, you know, someone has encouraged me. Sometimes they didn't even realize that there was anything going on with me. And they just said, you know, hey, you're just doing, you were doing a really good job or whatever. And it just really pumped me up a little bit. So I want to encourage you guys to look for those opportunities to encourage somebody. Now I'm not talking about making anything up. Please don't say anything that's not true. People can sense um, when you're not being sincere. So find something that you can sincerely compliment or encourage, but even if it's a scripture that you just want to hand to somebody who's going through a hard time, whatever it could be. But try to look for opportunities to be an encouragement to other people. Another trend that I've sort of seen throughout here is uh, about becoming a leader, being a hard worker. You read a lot about this, about um, 
you know, a person, uh, Proverbs 12, 24, or Jesus, it's a verse right before, work hard and become a leader, be lazy, become a slave, right? You're going to keep working hard and you're naturally going to become a leader um, because you're doing the things that you're supposed to do. And when you don't want to do the work, guess what? You'll probably end up, you know, just in debt and just in, in stress and all of these things, which makes you feel like you are confined, like you're imprisoned, like a slave. And, you know, it's just a common theme throughout here, throughout all of the Proverbs so far is about really working hard, um, being honest with your earnings and things like that. One of the ones that also stood out to me was Proverbs eleven thirteen, And that one was talking about, um, or maybe it wasn't eleven thirteen. It was eleven fifteen. Um, that there's danger in putting up security for a stranger's debt. It's safer not to guarantee another person's debt. So, like to me, and there was another verse just like this one. And to me, that kind of speaks to co-signing for other people. If you become a co-signer on someone else's loan, very likely you're going to end up paying for that loan. So one of the scriptures says, if you can get out of it, do anything you can to get out of it because you're going to be the one stuck paying for that. First of all, most times if somebody doesn't have credit to be able to get a loan for themselves, there's probably a good reason why. Now, it could just be because they've never had credit in their life. So, you know, never a credit card, never bought a car, you know, so there's a good reason that they might not be able to get a loan. Um, however, oftentimes the reason people can't get loans is because they didn't pay their debts on time in the first place. And so they're no longer trusted. So you don't want to end up being a cosigner for someone like that um, and then end up just bearing the responsibility for their debt. So wanted to, you know, just bring that one up because there are a lot of proverbs about money. Um, the other one that I wanted to say is like, uh, Proverbs four, seven, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. I just think that's great. Like getting wisdom is wise. <laughs> I think sometimes that, um, common sense and wisdom are just not always super, common you know it's like something that makes perfect sense to you someone else who is not yet matured to that level won't see where you're coming from and you know a lot of times in in these proverbs too they're saying pretty much keep your mouth shut the the less you talk the better you are <laughs> i just love these and this is the vicky version of it but you know if you've been reading along with me you've probably seen some of these it's just like don't talk you know, it, you're just not going to get into as much trouble if you just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, I think those are so funny. Sometimes I read those when I'm doing the announcements at church because I find some of these absolutely hilarious and I like to just bring them out at church to make people laugh. But, you know, the cool thing is that, you know, there are just so many uh, little scriptures of gold in here that are going to help us to manage our money well and um, manage our time well, manage our 
mouths well, like to just control our tongue. Uh, I believe Proverbs 13 was talking about, you know, that you just need to control your tongue. Um, there so many great things. So I would really love to hear what you guys are learning from Proverbs this month. And we are going to get into um, a little bit about Samson here coming up. I never really have spent too much time thinking about Samson. You know the story about Samson and he had this amazing strength. I feel like, uh, you know, God has given each of us, you know, I've told you this a thousand times, right? God's given us each these amazing gifts. And I like to just for fun, look at those gifts as our superpowers. But with every superpower, there's also like a kryptonite that goes along with it, right? There's always the dark side of that bright superpower that you have. So just for an example, I feel like one of my superpowers is to be an encourager. One of my weaknesses is to be really uh, detail-oriented. I'm not so much detail-oriented. My husband is fantastic at that. I am not. Uh, so instead of trying to find a bunch of ways to make myself become more detail-oriented, I am focusing my energy and strength on what God wants me to do and what, has, what he's gifted me to do instead of focusing on the things that I don't do really well. It's kind of new. I mean, there have been times that I've tried to be uh, a really good planner. When it came to meal planning, meal planning was so hard for me. And I, I just struggled. I don't like cooking. I do it because we have to eat. And I try to make healthy things. But having to choose recipes, then having to create a list... For the grocery store and then having to come home and make it and then realize that I forgot some things. It was just, it was so daunting to me. I just couldn't stand it. And I have friends that are amazing at meal planning. They have their whole week planned out and I've always been in awe of that. And I tried and tried to be that kind of person and I'm just not. But thankfully I found an app that helps me do that now. And this is a total side note. <laughs> Hopefully I don't forget what I was talking about. But this app has totally changed my world. And what it does, it gives me um, some recipes each week. I pick the ones that I like. I add them to my cart. It creates a shopping list for me. And then it sends it to my local grocery store, which happens to be Walmart. It sends it there and they do um, Walmart grocery pickup. So now I have sat on my couch, chosen my meals that I'm going to have for the week. I added the list of ingredients that I need to my cart. Somebody else shops for them. And then I go pick them up and bring them home. And I have everything I need. And it's actually made cooking and meal planning a lot more fun. Just throwing that out there. But it's not my superpower because literally if, if I had to create the list myself, I would not do it. And we would eat the same things over and over like we did for years. <laughs> so that is a side note. Um, the point though is that I wasted so much time trying to be the person that does that. And I'm just not that person. I'm a person that wings it. That's how I am. And so I've embraced the fact that that's who I am. And when 
the Holy Spirit kind of nudges me to change a couple of things, then I'll do it. But um, aside from that, trying to do it of my own effort, it's just useless and it wastes all my energy and then I feel really discouraged and then I need um, that proverb that will, you know, God will send somebody to encourage me <laughs> because I'm weighed down with worry and stress, right? Um, so anyway, so we're going to be talking about that and we're going to bring that up uh, and talk about Samson and what his strength was and what his weakness was and some lessons that we're going to learn from his life and how we can apply them to ours. So that is coming up. Um, but I just wanted to touch base with you anyway and kind of hear what your thoughts are about um, Proverbs and um, and just kind of how you guys are doing with all this. So if you are interested in that app, um, it's called emails and you can go to my website, go to vickiarsenault.com slash get cooking. G-E-T-C-O-O-K-I-N-G. I know I probably have a little bit of an accent, so you didn't think the G was there. But anyway, vickiarsenault.com slash get cooking. And you can get that free trial of this amazing app that has transformed my life when it comes to having to cook. But you don't even have to go there. Just as a side note in case you were interested. Um, but I would love to see you over on the Faith in Your Fears Facebook page um, so I can hear what is going well with you and what proverbs are standing out to you. And join me next week as we start digging in a little bit to some aspects of Samson that are going to really... I think you're going to really love and are really going to apply to your life and helping you face your fears. All right. Have an awesome week. I'll see you next time. Bye.